listening to Real Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Muna. And I'm your host, Clifford. Let's get into it. Hey, Clifford, how's it going? Hey, Muna, how's it going? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Um, We are on episode four, and today we're going to be doing a bit of dilemmas. Yes, we are. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed that we've had quite a few people uh, reach out asking about, oh, are you going to do another segment on dilemmas? So I thought, you know what, why not now, right? But before right. we get into that, um, has there been any anything new on your radar recently? No, um, I think I had the vaccine. Um, I'm not sure if you mentioned that last episode. Yeah, I went to find AstraZeneca in. No blood clots, no side effects. Everything seems to be cool. There was a few reports of people dropping dead on day eight. So let's just keep up this crossed and see what happens. Um, what else is going on? They announced today that Wireless Festival is on the 12th of August um, 2021 and it's moved from Finsbury Park to Crystal Palace. So it's going south. Yeah, I did, I, I did see that new announcement. And there's also been announcement, it hasn't been confirmed yet, there's still talks within Parliament that there's going to be no travel. So there's still going to be a travel ban up until June. International travel ban, right? Correct, yeah. So it's like you cannot go abroad unless it's deemed important. Like if if you're attending a funeral, if you're, you know, attending um, a family member that's really ill, like critically ill, then or if it's for work reasons, then, yeah, you can travel internationally. But other than that, they are being hardcore to a point where they will fine you £5,000. So this shit is serious, man. Not to, you know, I've, obviously I'm not saying it hasn't been, but I just thought in light with the whole kind of restrictions being lifted slowly, international flights, I just assumed, would kind of be one of that or kind of will fall into place. But now that they've extended it up until, like, I think it's the 21st or past that of June, I'm just like, oh, great, you know? But it's not been fully um, confirmed, so we'll probably find out this week or in, in the early weeks if... Boris Johnson has said, yeah, this is what we're going to do. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's the latest on my end. Mine has just been more about COVID and more so the, the lockdown and what's happening because I feel like a lot of people now are itching more than ever to just go out, you know, just just to have things back to normal. Well, what do you expect? It's been like a year since COVID, right? So It like- has. It has been a year. You're right. It's insane. It's like even you saying it's been a year. I, I still can't believe it's been a year. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. But hey, we just have to have high hopes. And I guess everyone just needs to try and keep that positive energy. Because as difficult as it is, we all just need to think happy thoughts. Otherwise, we're all going to go crazy, aren't we? Yeah, it should be done by summer. If everyone gets their vaccination, the economy starts moving again, things start opening up. So... Yeah, the next stop on the roadmap, April 12th, which everyone's excited about. So let's just look forward to it. Definitely. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the festival to come as well. So that'll be fun. Okay, so I've got a selection of scenarios to pose you. Um, so I'll start light and then we'll get to the more complex situations. Yeah? Okay. So, um, okay, the dilemma I'm going to pose to you is about an office threat. You are in charge of the petty cash at the office. However, a co-worker is responsible for making a weekly trip to the bank to make the business deposit and obtain petty cash for the following week. In a conversation with your mutual supervisor, 
you were asked if the increase in the petty cash amount was enough. You, however, have not seen any additional money. You realise your co-worker has been pocketing the additional money. Do you tell your supervisor you have neither asked nor received any additional petty cash and that you suspect your co-worker is pocketing the money? Do you tell your co-worker you're suspicious and give them a chance to pay the money back? Or do you say nothing and just wait to see what happens? It depends. Again, like if like if, if someone's asked me if I've seen any increase, I can only see or comment on what I've actually seen. So if there is an increase, then I've noticed it, then yeah. If not, then I haven't. And if it's outside of my job remit, like why would I actually know? But if it is, then I just say what I know and that's it. I'm not here to implicate anybody or say um, any kinds of suspicions of what, because they could it could be intentional. They could be planning it to be like, we just want to see if you're vigilant or not. It'd be like almost like an accreditation or test for you. But you can only say what you know, you know. So I'll just stick to that. What if it's like one of your closest friends that you work with, and you and you know they they took it? I'll just ask this, and then at the end of the day, it's like it's on them because it's going to come back to them. If there's a money discrepancy, it's surely not going to be associated with me. Okay. Yeah, I can I can see where you're coming from. I I would second that as well. Like as long as it it doesn't fall back on me personally, and if it's physically there in terms of the the figures, then you go by the figures, right? I don't know. It's it's only because in these kind of situations, if you're co-worker with a person, that's more more than just a co-worker. You guys are like actual friends, like outside and stuff like that. It then becomes a bit hazy because it's like your friendships on like a, a balance in terms of work and friendship. But then I don't see why it would be fair for you to sacrifice like work because your friend decided to steal some money. That's not on me. That's up to the workplace to decide for what happened there and if there's a discrepancy. If I saw something, then say it. But you have to CCTV and things in place for all of that. So again, none of my business. If I didn't see it, I didn't see it. Alrighty, so the next one. Telling a secret is the dilemma scenario. Your friend tells you that they committed a crime. They explain that they are having trouble sleeping at night and feel you are the only one they can trust with their confession. A few days later, you read in the paper that someone has been arrested for your friend's crime. Do you go to the police and tell them what you know? Do you encourage your friend to confess and warn him? If he does not do so, you will tell. Or do you say nothing because you will not betray a friend's confidence? I advise them as best as I can, but it's their own decision to make. And it's like, again, if the police is doing their job, they'll come to the right conclusion. So it's not my part. I wasn't there to prevent it from happening don't find out later all I can do is support the friend as a friend not be a yes person and say that what they did was right just tell them that I think what they did is straight up wrong and actions have consequences so I'm not going to abandon them but you know people make mistakes so So you would advise your friends to go and tell the police even though you know the you know the depth of the crime that they've committed so don't you feel a sense of responsibility as yourself because you you know what's happened and you know that the police have actually brought someone else in knowing that it's not them that commit the crime it's sad but why would they pick the other person maybe your friend covered their tracks really well you know i don't know for me this is (laughs) it's tricky because again it it falls under the whole like friendship uh, circle but if it's a crime that I know is a really bad crime and they know they've done wrong and they still, I mean, I'll, I'll tell them, look, you're going to have to go and tell the police. But if they're adamant to not go, I'll go. I'll tell the police. Because I don't see why it's fair for an innocent person to be, you know, 
put in jail or be sentenced for a crime that they they didn't do. They were just at the wrong place at the wrong time. I know it's harsh, but that person may hate me later. But the way I see it is you knew at that moment when you were committing that crime that it was wrong, but you still went ahead and did it. And why? And another thing, why is the friend telling me? Why are you telling me? Why are you giving me that burden, that that weight on my shoulders knowing that you've committed a crime because you had a sense of guilt nah don't palm that off me i am going to be guiltless (laughs) i know i sound harsh but hey man it's just that's tricky that's really tricky okay clifford so the next one is about a sarcastic friend your friend has a great sense of humor however sometimes his jokes involve making fun of others in appropriate ways he will point out a physical flaw or look for something odd or different about a person and make an unkind comment you feel uncomfortable when your friend does this do you say something or just laugh along with him pull them to one side and say you know this is not it friendship intervention is better than they're making a fool out of themselves going forward you just gotta have a conversation on the side outside of the main like room or like again if it's a circular friend speak to your other circular friends as well and just be like you know what not it like the way you talk about people or we insult people. It's too much. Like, turn it down. Like, is there something wrong in your life? Like, what's going on? <laughs> is there something wrong in your life? <laughs> You know what? That's actually, there could be, which is why some some people kind of act the way they do, you know? But again, like, I, I completely agree with you. I would put my friend, you know, to one side and be like, look, the comments that you're saying, I find them derogatory, like, it's, it's hurtful, it's, you know, insensitive, it's all of that. Like, you need to stop because you're just going to piss people off. Essentially, that's what it is. Depends on the level of care if they're a friend or just, like, an associate. Because it's like, if they're not directly, like, your day one or, like, a good friend, of yours you might just let the person do whatever because it's not your responsibility it's outside of your job remit you're a grown adult it's not your duty to be telling people how to behave in public they should already know and if they don't like sooner or later someone's gonna check them so are you saying you would only tell those that you're like genuine concern for in terms of like what's going on okay so this scenario is called the unfaithful friend you go out with your wife for dinner at a new restaurant you have not frequent before it is in a part of town you rarely visit You were shocked to see your friend's spouts having dinner with a very young, attractive person. From the way they are behaving, it is obvious they are more than friends. The couple finish their meal and leave without seeing you. They behave very affectionately on the way out the door. Do you tell your friend knowing you probably will not be believed and it may ruin your friendship? Or do you say nothing about seeing the couple as it is none of your business they may even have an open relationship to your knowledge. If it's my friend, I'm going to be like, hello. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. Well, yeah, your partner's out. I'll be like, um, where's your spouse? You know, or like... Oh, one of them ones, one of those like, you know, just, just ask yeah, him. I thought I saw them at the um, restaurant, but they weren't with you and the wedding ring wasn't on. Like, is everything okay? Concerns the way you, is everything okay? At the end, of course, yeah, you have to drop that line. Because then they'll see it like, obviously it's coming from a sincere place, but you don't want to just appear to be making accusations. So by kind of uh, ending it with that question, it's a clever one there. And essentially what, we're, <laughs> what we would be doing is just planting seeds for the person that's being cheated on to figure it out themselves see, look, this is what it is isn't it this is um what i saw i can only tell you what i saw i might you know i've misinterpreted it this mm. might be a friend that you're already familiar with or yeah they're just friends or it could be a hairstylist or you know hairstylist that's very affectionate <laughs> 
lovey-dovey on the way out to the door. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Some people are, actually. I guess you, you would only know if you're actually faced in that position. And hopefully we we don't come across that with our friends. But, yeah, I, I think I would kind of... I would speak to my friend, uh, you know, in a form of concern and just to be like, look, um, A, B and C, are you okay? Take it from there. Just plant the seeds and then they can kind of figure it out. I've got some dilemmas for you. Some random ones, okay? Okay. Your sister, yeah, is part of a experimental wedding show that married at first sight. Oh my god. If your sister marries her spouse and they're not getting along. So um the spouse has basically come to visit you for the week and is out of the room. Your sister pulls you to one side and says, Hey Moves, I'm not feeling this man. Like this the specialist has got it wrong. Feel more of a connection to another guy who's married the experiment and we've been communicating and you know, talking and we've made out but no one knows. Um can you give me some advice on where I should go from here? You know, what, what advice do you give? Okay, so um, my question would be, I'm assuming that they're married, right? With her, the, the husband actually has, that she's not feeling anymore. Just ask for a divorce. It's as simple as that. Like, don't go any further with the guy that you're with or the guy that you're seeing or have an attraction to or like, because slammically, just... that's wrong. <laughs> so I'll correct it in that respect. But the most healthiest and best option would be to divorce your husband that you're with. Uh, one right. more I forgot. Um, because of the experiment that there is, if both couples decide that they want to leave the experiment, and they can leave and go their separate ways. But if one of the people in the couple says they want to stay, they have to stay together for another week to work through their marital problems. Oh, shit. And says that the only reason she said stay, even though her partner has said leave, so she can meet up with the other guy who's married. What do you say? The only reason my the only reason she said she'll stay is to meet up with the other guy. So what are they all based in the same place? Uh, I'm confused. They're all living in the same. Um, they were all living in the same apartment block. Oh shit! Yeah, no, that won't run. That won't run. I'm like, you can't stay for a week. You're just gonna have to just just say no. Just call it quits. And if the person that she you know was speaking with actually has a sincere interest and wants to be with her he'll leave as well. It's as simple as that. If you find, if you found your soulmate, if you find the, you know, if you found the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with and you're, you're in love and you have that, you know, honeymoon phase period and whatever, you will both do what it takes in order to be together. It's as simple as that. There shouldn't be this whole, oh, you know, you've got to do this, got to do that. We have to wait. No, just, just rip off the bandaid, do your thing. Definitely, yeah. Be humble about it. Don't, don't, don't be cocky. Do you know what I mean? And that's one thing I don't like. It, you know, the the characteristics of someone being cocky. It's just, it's not, it's not appropriate. It's, it's not needed. Like, you know. I've got another dilemma for you. Shoot. <laughs> someone you are dating or getting to know um, that has met your friendship group has not called you for a week, and then your best friend shows you a picture of them from Tinder. How do you react? <laughs> that is salty okay so hold on so i'm talking to this guy so what are we together or is just a talk talking stage i haven't defined what it is you know all right so i'm gonna say uh we've decided to be exclusive to one another right because we haven't had that conversation yet yeah but if you're meeting my friends we're exclusive you're not i'm i'm not gonna introduce you to my friends like straight away that's not been communicated verbally okay all right so i'm 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 gonna paint this scenario in my head so i'm gonna say we're both exclusive to one another 
and I've introduced him to my friends. But he's not said that he's exclusive to you, so there's not there's a grey area there because it's like unless yeah, you're, okay. I'm, so let's say we've been been getting to know each other, talking for a couple of months. Um, you've known each other for two years. Shit, shit, <laughs> and you have the nerve to go on Tinder. <laughs> but then again, oh god, yeah, that's 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 a really bad dynamic being. Okay, fine. So, meets my friends. A week passes. I don't hear from him. My friends on Twinder, Tinder matches with... There's a match on there. It says, hey, Moon, here's a screen grab. Like, Oh, so my friend didn't actually match. Like, as in, she's just showing me for, like, evidence. Your guy is on this thing. Babe, your guy's on the matters. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that, that kind of... That just confirms it, then. It confirms, what, you know, what the situation is. That there, there was, you know, there was nothing... It wasn't going to move forward with that person, even though we've been speaking or getting to know each other for two years the fact that we didn't actually have that discussion in terms of where we see it going if we're exclusive of one another to to the guy he's he's under the you know perception that it's an open relationship if that makes sense as in you can go and date and see others and stuff like that that doesn't gel well with me because i'm i'm not into some i'm not into that so i can't in all fairness i can't be pissed off with the guy if we haven't had that discussion but i would respectfully tap out of like look you obviously want to go out and meet other chicks even though you've known me for two years and you haven't shown that you want to be exclusive of me even though we chill we have a great time and what and whatnot i've come to that stage in my life where i want more but you're you're there still flirting on tinder do your thing, I'll bounce. Like, because I don't know, like I'm at that stage where anger is not going to solve everything. Do you know what I mean? I, I just have to be intelligent about it and handle my shit, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, sir. Um, I mean? like, I'll be fuming inside, Clifford, don't get me wrong. I'm thinking, brah, two years. But nah, man, there's there's plenty of fishes in the sea. You know, there's there's someone out there for me. He just, we we just weren't compatible. That's all it is. There's a fish you've been feeding for two years. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you know what? What if the reverse, you know, reverse it to you? What if that happens to you? So let's say you're talking to some chick, you've been chilling, two years talking, getting to know each other. You're at that stage where you want to be exclusive and be like, look, I, you're you're the woman for me kind of thing. And then two twos, one of your brothers are like, or your friend saying, look, your girl match with me. Like, what's going on? Um, the matching thing is like, that's a, that's a deal breaker because it's matching. If it was just floating around there, it could be open to interpretation, but... A wise friend once told me, if it's whatever you think it is in your head, that like the worst case scenario, run with that. Cause you then know it is, it. right? <laughs> run with that. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, you know what time it is. You know what I mean? So worst case scenario, you will know what it is. Just have a conversation about, I don't know, clear communication. And if it's even to that, because it's just like, if they're already on apps, it's just like, looks like this ship set sail. Like you've been knowing each other for two years and they're not seeing like that you're your bomb exactly i think that's what takes a piss you've wasted two years of my life for you to go for you to be a floater on these online dating sites get out of here man <laughs> in fact yeah. no i'm not doing that that's yeah that's really frustrating man because you know what i as sad and annoying as it is there are people that actually go through that where you know they feel that they're in a committed relationship and they're exclusive to but you know what you never know like you don't know until you have that conversation right that's the thing you need to have that conversation and establish the grounds like the rules of engagement they might be sticky and hard to have but it's better you know and if they're saying they think it's open then 
and that's not what you're about, then you're better nipping that off and or cutting that off and then going to find someone who's about what you're about. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, you hit me with a, a tricky one at the very end, boy. That was just like a little bay salt there. Here, let me sprinkle salt in it. Let's see how you handle this situation. <laughs> do you have any more no so what i wanted to do to end this episode is just keep it light-hearted because those were quite uh intense dynamas um switch it up a bit and bring some joy and happiness yeah so i thought why not so i'm a big fan of friends the actual show that's been on for god knows how long it's just it's been part of part of us growing up really so um i came across this friends quiz it's a set of cards and it's just like fast fire questions about the actual series. So I just wanted to ask you a few, just, just to kind of see what level you're at in regards to friends. So, okay, ten. <laughs> 10, right? Okay, so let's start. So how it works is I will ask you one question, that will be a point, and there's a super fan question, which will be two points. So whenever you're ready, Clifford. Okay, let's go. I'm ready for the question. So question number one, which two characters become accidental nap? Partners. What? Partners? Nap partners. What's that? Napping. You know, when you take a nap. Nap partners. <laughs> yeah, so basically there's this scene, right, where these two characters fall asleep on the sofa and it was so comfortable they did it again. Alright, looks like you don't know that. That is Ross and Joey. <laughs> Who was responsible for Rachel's and Phoebe's apartment burning down? Rachel and Phoebe's apartment burning, burning down. Rachel. Yeah. Yes, it was Rachel. What is Joey's eating when he is caught looking at a naked picture of Monica? So that is what is Joey eating when he is caught looking at a naked picture of Monica. Sandwich. A bucket of chicken. <laughs> All right, we'll do like maybe two, three more before we end the episode. What is the name of the student that Ross dates? Um, student? Yeah, there's a scene where he dates a student. A clue of three names. All right, I'll give you a clue. The Queen has the same name. Ah, uh, Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> And is that Reese Witherspoon or someone? Is it played by Reese Witherspoon or was that Rachel's sister? Let me just have that. Was, that was that was Rachel's sister. You're right, Rachel's sister. Okay, so the last second to last question: Which two characters almost got married in Las Vegas? Ross and Rachel. No, they actually got married in Las Vegas. So which two almost got married? I'm they're a couple. Get... They're a couple in Friends, like in in the in the friend group. Monica and Chandler. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny though. That scene made me laugh. Okay, this this one will be fairly easy to wrap up the show. The last question is: Which character doesn't share food? Joey. Yep, and that's a wrap. That's literally me. <laughs> I'm just like, what? You want my you want my food when you you have a full plate full of food. So yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode where we dived in to a bit more of Dilemmas and then kept it lighthearted towards the end with a little friends quiz. I think we may need to do a rematch on that one. Might need to, you know, perfect your knowledge. All right, cool. Yeah, we will definitely do that. If you guys want to tap in, do check out our social handles. For Insta is at realtalkpodcast underscore three times. For Twitter is at realtalkpodcast with the number zero, not the letter O. We are also on Clubhouse. We have a club called RTB After Show, which is Real Talk Podcast After Show. It's a weekly show that we do every Saturday at 7, 7 p.m. And yeah, like if you need an invite, let myself or Clifford know and we will send you an invite. Well, I've been Mina. I've been Clifford. And you've been listening to Real Talk Podcast. 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. Share, like, and tell a friend.